Welcome into another episode of Locked On Phillies. And in today's episode, we have our final and maybe my favorite 2023 player evaluation. Christian Pache is the last man standing that we have not talked about from the 2023 Phillies roster that fits the requirement, the NLCS roster that's actually going to be here in the future. And he's a very interesting case. I actually really defended him this year, and I'm going to make the case for why he's got more potential than people think. And I'll even ask a question about him potentially starting in the outfield in 2024. We'll discuss all of that in today's episode of Locked On Phillies. You are Locked On Phillies, your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, this is Locked On Phillies. I'm Connor Thomas, your host. Thank you so much for checking us out. I really appreciate it. Please make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to the YouTube, all that great stuff that helps us out here at Locked On Phillies. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. And today, we're evaluating Christian Pache's 2023 season. I know what you're thinking. Christian Pache, that guy played uh, like... Let's see how many games exactly. Let me just scroll down here. He played 48 games. That's almost 20 less than Jake Cave. What are we going to evaluate about Christian Pache's performance from 2023? Well, I'll tell you what. I actually really like his potential as a player. We're going to get into my defense of that in the second segment, but let's run through the numbers. Let's talk about what happened with Pache's season. So he was on the injured list for two long stints the weirdest one being a screw from a previous surgery became loose and was like protruding from his arm and he had to get that taken care of he missed a lot of time and he probably would have logged more than 48 games and he probably would have been a good reason why jake cave wouldn't have played as much as he did so it plays into our last evaluation if you want to just watch basically 20-some minutes of me being mean to Jake Cave. You can watch our latest episode. I tried to be as professional as possible in that evaluation. I'm going to try and be as unbiased as possible in this evaluation. Um, batting average in 2023. He batted 238. And you're like, well, that's, that's not really that good. And you're right. There's nothing there to really write home about. The OBP, 319. The slugging, 417. The OPS, 736. It's just... There's not really any remarkable numbers. He struck out 27 times in 84 at-bats. It's just not anything. 10 walks, 27 strikeouts. You look at that and you say, okay, well, Christian Pache is a non-factor. First of all, here's something that really shined to me in 2023 for Christian Pache. Right, His batting numbers at points were good, but ultimately as he got more of a sample size, you realize he just – didn't have that much at the plate. But defensively, he is a plus defender. He's an athlete. He was a top prospect for a reason, and he can go get the baseball. The guy makes smart plays. He's got a solid arm. He's got great wheels out there in the outfield. 
just think about this for a second. This is my dream scenario for the Philadelphia Phillies outfield at some point in 2024. Johan Rojas in center field, Christian Pache in left field, Brandon Marsh in right field. How amazing would that outfield be? There's a chance that would be the best defensive outfield in baseball. A good chance, I would bet. They're all plus defenders. Pache and Rojas plus plus defenders. Rojas might even be elite, depending on who you ask in the outfield. But uh, the point is, it wasn't that sterling of a 2023 season for Christian Pache, but it was one where he couldn't really get into a rhythm. Now, when you look at his contract and how long he's here for with the Philadelphia Phillies, I mean, he's only 25 years old, and he's not a free agent until 2028. So he's going to be here for the long haul. He's going to be part of this team. He might be the guy. We talked about a major improvement over Jake Cave off the bench. It might be as simple as if Christian Pache is healthy, He's a major improvement over J.K. off the bench. It might be that simple. You might not need to go get a free agent. Now, I still think the Philadelphia Phillies go out and do, but Christian Pache showed me enough in 2023 that he could be a bench defender. Now, he's not a bench bat yet. I think he's shown flashes. I mean, when you look at his batting average from this past year, I just want to compare it to what he's done in previous seasons. It is his best batting average since he played yeah, the, the 2020 season with Atlanta, he had four plate appearances. That doesn't really count. So in seasons where he had more than that, uh, he had 250 plate appearances in 2022 with the Oakland Athletics. He batted 166. He had 68 plate appearances with Atlanta in 2021, and he batted 111. This is the first time over like significant at-bats. He's batted over the Mendoza line. He batted 238. I mean, it's not great, but with where baseball is right now, 238 is not as below average on the average as you would think it would be. That's actually a respectable number for a young player trying to figure things out. And again, 25 years old. I think people think because you heard a lot about him when he was coming up with Atlanta. You heard a lot about him when he was moved to Oakland and the athletics had a chance to try and revive his career. He's just, he's been a top prospect. And sometimes with top prospects and how you hear about them, you imagine that they've been around longer than what they have. You imagine they should have more experience than what they have. Well, again, Christian Pache is only 25 years old. So to show that type of growth in his first year with the Philadelphia Phillies, it shows potential. That's the thing. And we're going to get into more of that coming up in the next segment. But that's the way to evaluate his 2023 season, right? It wasn't great. But did he show you flashes of something? To me, he showed me flashes of really, really good defense and solid tools at points at the plate. I'll tell you what, as much as we love Johan Rojas for his defense, I think Christian Pache is a guy that is slightly worse defensively than Johan Rojas, but slightly better at the plate. So you look at the trade-off between those two guys and you say, mm, they're not that different of impact level players at this point in their career. Everyone loves Johan Rojas because he's homegrown Seems like a fun guy to root for. He makes amazing plays in the outfield, but the guy didn't really hit at all. Christian Pache hit a little bit, and he can field it a little bit too. So as hyped up as we are for the Johan Rojas 2024 season with a hopefully, if he makes the team and shows improvement at the plate, a full season in the major leagues, Christian Pache is kind of on that path as well, and he's going to make it interesting in the outfield 
in 2024 when it comes to that competition in spring training and really how he factors in. So the 2023 season for Christian Pache was one that was marred by injuries. It was marred by low batting average, but not as low as it's been at points in his career. And as much as you might look at him and say, hmm, he didn't really feel like he had a great year, like the eye test says Christian Pache wasn't that good in 2023, he made a market improvement on his numbers from past seasons. This was the Christian Pache warm-up to maybe a Christian Pache breakout year in 2024, question mark. I I can't go that far to say the 2024 is going to be a breakout year for him. But what I will say is that his 2023 season was not as bad as people will tell you. If you ask the average Phillies fan, is Christian Pache a good baseball player? They'd be like, dude, that guy stinks. He shouldn't be on the team, this, that, the other thing. I think a lot of people in this fan base would say that Christian Pache is not good. And I look at the numbers. I watch the season, and I say, he's not great, but does he deserve a spot on the bench on this team? I think so. I think that's where he's going to find himself in 2024. But coming up, we're going to talk about what his potential could be where Christian Pache's ceiling is as a baseball player. So we'll discuss that coming up as we continue today's episode of Locked On Phillies. First, though, I want to tell you about my friends over at FanDuel. They're running an awesome promotion right now. You got to hear about it. So the NFL season's rolling. you got a couple more weeks till playoffs. And you got to check in with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So you can bet on anybody. I'm recording this on Saturday. So tonight, the Lions play the Cowboys. Cowboys are very good at home. You could bet the Cowboys money line. If they win, $150 in bonus bets right in your account. I mean, if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app's super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, which include parlays, player props, spread, money line, futures, same game parlays. I mean, you got everything you could ever want to bet on with Fandle. So visit Fandle.com slash locked on and uh, really uh, make the most out of the rest of this NFL season with Fandle, official partner of the NFL. All right, Christian Pache's potential. I'm going to defend him the way I defended him this year. Here's what the kind of weird thing is, right? I kind of got into it in the first second. People will defend Johan Rojas, who can't hit the broadside of a barn at the plate right now, but won't defend Christian Pache. Why? Because he came here from the athletics? Why? Because the Braves gave up on him? He was a top prospect in the Atlanta Braves organization. That carries weight. That's not top prospect in, I, I don't know, uh, the Minnesota Twins organization. That's not top prospect in the Detroit Tigers organization. That's not top prospect in the uh, Washington Nationals organization. No, that carries weight. Atlanta evaluates talent very, very well. And he was top prospect at the time. Some of the guys who were coming up, Austin Riley, Ronald Acuna, I mean, they had guys that were in that farm system that were monsters, and Christian Pache was right up there with them when it came to his potential as a prospect. And then he doesn't really ever cash in on that in his time with Oakland, they, or his time with 
Atlanta. They move him to Oakland. He plays a year in Oakland. That team's a dumpster fire. They eventually move him to Philly. And the next thing you know, he's a member of the Philadelphia Phillies. has been a whirlwind for Christian Pache. Here's something I believe, right? Until I've been proven wrong multiple times in a row. Like, there has to be strong evidence to the contrary for me to not believe in a guy who is the top prospect for any organization. That's very hard to do. You have to do a lot of things right to get to that point. So it would take a lot more than him hitting 238 for me to lose faith in Christian Pache as a baseball player. You've already seen he can play defense, right? So there's no worries. If you have worries about Christian Pache playing the outfield, I don't know what baseball team you watched this year, but it wasn't the Philadelphia Phillies. He's fine in the outfield. He might not be Rojas, but he's a solid above average outfielder because of his athleticism. So that's a check. He can play defense. No problem. He can play any position out there in the outfield. Cool. We've got that lockdown. So the question is, what can he do at the plate? How does he show off at the dish? How does he max out his potential? He's not going to be a power hitter probably at any point in his career. But he's got wheels. He's showed a bit of an approach, and he showed a little bit of extra base power. He, Gap hitter might be the top of his potential when it comes to his power game. But let's be realistic about this, right? Let's not go too above and beyond. I'm never going to tell you that Christian Pache is going to hit 300 over a season at any point in his Major League Baseball career. But let's live in a world where he hits 270, right? Let's live in a world where he hits 275. I'm just going to look up some Philadelphia Philly stats from 2023. Like, could I see Christian Pache hitting 270? about 32 points better than he did in 2023 at some point before 2028 when he's a free agent. Um, Yeah, I could. And when I look at the Philadelphia Phillies stats from 2023, I'm just going to go through some of these numbers for batting average. And uh, if he bats 270, even if he bats, let's just call it 260. Let's see who that would put him on pace with. If he bats 260, that would be better than, what JT Romuto hit this year. It would be 20 points less than what Bryson Stott hit this year. It would be six points less than what Trey Turner hit this year. It would be better than, well, obviously, Kyle Schwarber hit this year. It would be right around where, like, honestly, you're in the same zone. 260 to 270 is right about where Trey Turner was, Alec Bohm was, Brandon Marsh was, Nick Castellanos was. I mean, Edmundo Sosa at 251, I think he's a solid bench bat. There was just... <laughs> There's so many options that are right around there that should show you that Christian Pache as a plus defender and a guy that might develop that part of his game could be a valuable asset to this team. I'm not guaranteeing you anything. That's why it's called potential, right? I'm not saying, oh, I'm telling you, I promise you Christian Pache is going to be great. I'm not going to do that. And for the record as well, while we talk about Johan Roas and compare the guys, Johan Roas did hit 302 in 2023 regular season we saw in the postseason he was a liability but he showed flashes too so like the Phillies are in a great spot in the outfield regardless of where they go but my point is I think Christian Pache is getting a raw deal because people see him as a cast off of the Oakland Athletics which is not realistic he was a top prospect of one of the better organizations in baseball and if you have him as a plus outfielder who bats around 270 and you put him in a lineup with guys with power like Schwarber with power like Harper with the ability to knock guys in like Trey Turner uh, Bryson Stott stepping into that role at some points. Alec Bohm hopefully developing more power. I mean, he just he's not going to be a plus baseball player probably at any point in his career. But could he be a player that doesn't kill you? Could he be a player that's an asset in a lineup in a way? 
Absolutely. I don't think the jury's out on Christian Pache. And I think a lot of fans would disagree with that. So here's my plea for Christian Pache for the going forward in his Phillies career portion of this. Like, just give him a chance. Please give him a chance. In his career, I want you to understand this. This has to do with his potential as well, right? In his career, he has a total number of at-bats of three, or sorry, um, yeah, 392. He has 392 career bats, 427 career plate appearances. That's just, it's just not a big enough sample size. When you talk about at bats and plate appearances, JT Ramuto had 540 plate appearances in 2023 alone. JT had more plate appearances. So did Bryson Stott, Trey Turner, Alec Bohm, uh, Kyle Schwarber, Nick Castellanos, Bryce Harper. These guys all had more plate appearances in one season and Christian Pache has had in his major league career. So if you think you know something about Christian Pache, we haven't really seen anything yet. Now, I've seen flashes, and this is just one of those where I'm going to have to ask you to trust me a little bit on this. Trust my evaluation of players. I think he's got a little something. This, this might be funny in like a year or two. You guys might be ripping me for this. Like, remember when you said Christian Pache might have a little something? It's certainly possible that I'm wrong on this one. But I, I'm willing to say that I like the kid's potential. And at 25 years old, with less plate appearances in his career than a lot of players get in a season, I think there's still a lot to be figured out about Christian Pache and what he could be for this organization. And coming up, as we wrap up today's episode, I want to have a bit of a fun conversation about a hypothetical world that we could live in in 2024 that would see Christian Pache as a starter in the outfield for the Phillies. Yeah, I mean, it's not as crazy as it might sound. We'll discuss that coming up as we wrap up today's episode of Locked on Phillies. First, just a little disclaimer. All right. Uh, Christian Pache is not paying me for this episode. He's not my favorite Philly. Uh, like, there's no friendship between me and Christian Pache. So you might be like, why are you so high on Christian Pache? Honestly, I just see a player with more potential than anyone's giving him credit for. And I feel like I'm – this is one of those times where every once in a while – and this happens to everybody, right? And sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong. But every once in a while, there will be a player – where it's like, am I taking crazy pills? I evaluate this guy totally differently than just about everybody else who I've ever heard talk about him evaluates. And Christian Pache is one of those guys for me where I'm just like, dude, what are we talking about where we're just like, he isn't good? I've had these arguments with multiple people trying to say that like he's not a major league player. I'm just, I, I don't understand it. So it's just one of those ones where I disagree with a large majority of people. And I, I feel the need to defend that because I'm going to stand by my opinion. What's the point of doing a podcast if you don't have an opinion and you stick by it? And sometimes you're wrong, but you got to put yourself out there. And I'm willing to say that I think Christian Pache has something potentially that could really help the Philadelphia Phillies. But let's live in this world because this is a fun little exercise to see maybe how different the Philadelphia Phillies outfield could look in 2024 and also potentially how important it is to add in free agency. But let's go through it this way, right? Johan Rojas, there's no guarantee he's going to make the team in 2024. 
he could be in the minors. He could be in a situation where Dave Dombrowski does not feel that he's improved enough as a hitter. You check him out in spring training. You say, well, he's not really making contact that well. He kind of killed us in the postseason. I get he's a great defender, but we're not going to sit him on the bench because he's young. We're going to send him to Lehigh Valley, and we're going to let him get at bats in. And that would open up a spot in the outfield because you have Brandon Marsh, and you have Nick Castellanos, and then you have who? I've already told you that Jake Cave is not an option. Jake Cave should be in Lehigh Valley as well in 2024. And that would be assuming you add someone through free agency. But let's just take a guess, right? Let's say Rojas doesn't make the team. And let's say for whatever reason, the Phillies, they committed a lot of money to Aaron Nola. The market might not be what they think it is. They don't add somebody as outfield depth. Now, I firmly believe, like 99.9% believe, my faith in Christian Pache is like 58 60%. Like it's not... I'm just slightly positive on him, but I feel like a lot of people are mainly negative. My faith in the Phillies adding an outfielder in free agency this year or a player that can play the outfield that's going to be on the bench, 99.9%. Like, I'm very confident they're going to do that because they need to. But let's live in a world where they don't, where they say, okay, well, we're going to run it back. We're going to truly run it back. We're not going to add uh, an outfielder. We're not going to add a bench piece. We're we're just going to run back the roster as we have it with the Aaron Nola re-signing being our big thing. That'd be dumb, but if they do it, the outfield would look like, and again, we're assuming Rojas doesn't improve as a hitter, which would mean he'd probably want to get more bats in AAA. Brandon Martian left or center. Nick Cassianos in right. Christian Pache would be starting in the outfield. It's not far-fetched to think that Johan Rojas won't make the team. And it is a little bit far-fetched to think that the Phillies won't add somebody in free agency, but there is that 0.01% or that 0.1%, whatever I said uh, my confidence level was. I think I said 99.9%. There is always that 0.1% where something crazy happens, the market dries up, the Phillies don't make a move. And we've seen teams do inexplicably dumb things before in the city. So it could happen. And Pache is very close to being like he's two things away. Rojas not making the team. Philly's not adding an outfielder. Christian Pache is going to start in the outfield in 2024. Now, I don't think that happens. But the fact that there's only a couple things standing in the way of that means that it's a distinct possibility he has more of a role in 2024. And I'm very interested to see how it plays out for him. Could he hit better than 238? Will he revert back to the one whatever batting average? Possible. But I have faith in the kid. I've seen flashes of something. I hope I'm right on this one because more depth is never a bad thing. That's all for today's episode of Locked on Phillies. Thank you so much for checking us out. Please make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to the YouTube. We're part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And I'll talk to you next time on the next episode of Locked on Phillies.